<laughs> what I like is like uh, the way this is set up right now, visually, you have like this light behind you and it's just a silhouette. So it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger in True Lies, like just sitting there, like background, just this voice talking. So, yeah. Uh, I, know. I can't do an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Oh, you could if you tried. <laughs> mm, uh, mm, oh, crap. Now I'm like, I'm on the spot now. I feel like, oh, I have to do one. Okay, like. Uh, yeah, you do. Uh, true Lies. Oh, man. Uh, you yeah. nailed it. Yeah, th- like, thank you. It's like he was in the room. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I never. See, is that a James Cameron film? Um. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, like he's like a spy and he's married to Jamie Lee Curtis and. Yeah, you got it. Tom Arnold is the comic relief. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great film. I think he was not. Tom Arnold was nominated for an MTV Movie Award for that. Wow, good for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom Arnold's. Uh, He's actually in the news lately now. Like, <laughs> good for him. Well, yeah. Also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the context for that? Uh, it has to do with Trump. Well, he's like, tw- he's like, yeah, he's like tweeting a lot and saying like, you know, he wants to like release the Trump tapes from what I heard. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like a lot of people. He wants to see Trump go down. So yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the mysterious tapes that will somehow make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> in addition to the. Thousands that already exist. There's yeah. one that is somehow going to bring uh, him down. Yeah, yeah. people care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it'll be a news thing, and then like some people will just change the subject or be like, oh, I don't care. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't change my mind. Exactly. Yeah, God, like this is our this is our world. Yeah, <laughs> man, we're on this already. Is this what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to get that dark. No, no, it's it's fine if that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, just uh, uh, I guess I'll introduce you now. I'm talking to the man, the myth, Ben Amiri. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's me. <laughs> okay. uh, oh yeah, you're a yeah, you're the dude. You're uh, wow, you're, the dude. That is the highest title I've ever been <laughs> bestowed. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people look up to you. Yeah, you're the. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, well, I thank you. I from, guess from what I've heard, you know, like you know, when I started, everyone was like, "Oh my God, Ben and Mary." Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> are you go- are you fine with taking compliments? Are you comfortable with that? Or um, I don't know. Just hit me with a few more. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> That's the thing I hear about. Like I'm still bad at it, but like you know, other improvisers I've talked to, they like feel the same way. I was like, oh, I'm always so like uncomfortable when I get compliments after a show. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm uncomfortable or comfortable. I guess I try to, uh, not take it in too much. Uh, cause I think if you take that and then you also have to take in the negative stuff. And if yeah. you're like depending your life upon what other people are saying, like then eventually that stuff is going to go away. And then what are you left with? You know? So, uh, wow. I try to, uh, appreciate it, but I try to not, uh, you know, depend on it. Or yeah. Depend on it. Yeah. Be, uh, That's actually a very healthy attitude. Uh, well, it's uh, <laughs> learned from experience, I guess. <laughs> it's just life. Wait, were you like that before? Where you go like, oh, I need to make this person laugh? Or were you... No, uh, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I only got into comedy just as something to do. It was yeah. I had no stage experience or anything like that. So yeah. uh, it's not like I made my... Uh, like defined my personality based on making other people laugh. do anything in particular. Yeah, yeah. You're just uh, 
I mean, let's uh, uh, go because I have a lot of questions for you. But just like, uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I like I've, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while, and like, okay. uh, uh, like uh, from what I heard, like, were you born in Mexico? Did you live in Mexico? No, I was born in St. Louis, but I lived in New Mexico for New Mex- uh, many years. Many years uh, for work or like we? Yes, in- yeah, I lived in St. Louis until I was eighteen, and then went off to college. Uh, and then at some point got an internship in New Mexico. That was around 2001. And then spent summers there for a few years and then moved there full time after a while. New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Do you really dig it there? Yeah, it's beautiful. It's really nice. Yeah. Uh, I was living in a small town up in the mountains where there was a lab there that I was working at. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's very beautiful. Uh, you can get out and do a lot of outdoorsy things. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do miss <laughs> that part of it. Yeah. <laughs> do you do a lot of outdoorsy stuff? Like, do you? Not since I moved here. Yeah. Uh, not that <laughs> there isn't stuff to do. Yeah, yeah of it's course. Just that there's <laughs> other things to do. Like yeah. in New Mexico, part of the reason I left is that it was just so quiet. Like they were out- really? outdoorsy stuff was really like in a lot of ways the only option sometimes. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, there was not much going on. So. It was really quiet. Would that like go? Yeah. Like I wouldn't say like it would drive you insane, but you would just go like, "Why is it so quiet?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, everything it was the kind of place where everything would close around like eight o'clock or oh, so. Oh yeah, and that was pretty much it. So, <laughs> uh, but it was a nice place. I liked it. It was just uh, at some point, it's like, can I see myself staying here for the next thirty years or whatever it is? Yeah, and it's like. Yeah, probably not. Probably so not. Yeah, you need to, something more. Yeah, time to do something else. So yeah, that's why I headed headed out here. Uh, did you head out here because of a job or like? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you still do lab work or? I hear uh, like, br- like I heard a little bit about what you do as a oh. job, but like. Yeah, the, the rumor mill. Huh? Yeah, the <laughs> rumor mill. Yeah, <laughs> the community, <laughs> the community rumor mill. Yes, I, I, I'm, I'm highly aware of that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't work in a lab exactly. Even I'm a nuclear engineer as a job, uh, and so I don't really work in a lab exactly. I kind of sit at a desk and do calculations mostly. Oh. Uh, occasionally go out to nuclear power plants and mess with them. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> like, do you do, like, presentations, or do you, like... No, I crawl inside the plant and uh, change out equipment sometimes. Really? Mm-hmm. Like you get your hands dirty and you just like... Well, I'm usually wearing several layers of suits, so my hands <laughs> do not get dirty. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because yeah, you're dealing with nuclear... Yeah, my yeah. metaphorical hands get dirty, yes. <laughs> I uh, put on all these uh, yeah crazy suits and then go through all these levels of like... You have to go through a bunch of... It, of course, accessing ac- uh, areas of a nuclear power plant is very intensive. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you put on things. You have to go through a bunch of little stations and like check in and then eventually you get to where uh, I have to do some work uh, and I kind of go in under there by myself and yeah. do the thing uh, <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> wow, okay, that's cool. Uh, it's okay. It's, yeah, it's, also a, it's a job. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it uh, when it takes me to someplace interesting. Yeah, uh, you've traveled a lot with this job, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I've been lucky over the last few years to go some interesting places like uh, Sweden and Spain mostly. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. That's been nice. Uh, and the, the job itself that I'm over there to do doesn't take very long. It only takes like half an hour if everything goes well. But yeah. uh, you have to put on all the stuff to get under there and get yeah. all the clearances, sit in a bunch of meetings, uh, yeah. to plan all the work out and stuff. Uh, yeah. And then when you get under there, it's very hot. 
uh, oh, yeah. oftentimes very loud, have like s- between seven and ten people waiting outside for you to finish this one thing. <laughs> so uh, it's a high stress situation. Oh, really? But, uh, yeah. Uh, is it like, you know, like a Mary, get over here? Like, is it? A- um, well, there's no person <laughs> saying that. <laughs> No. I don't know why. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah, I mean, we, we are there to do, like, I, I mean, I go over there by myself, so I am there to do a particular job yeah. that you've been hired to do. Yeah. So they, It's something like, seriously, go like, I heard you're the best in the biz. What's that? It's like, it's something like, seriously, you go like, yeah, Mr. Mary, I heard you're the best around. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty much like being a hitman, if that's what you're getting at. Yeah. Someone, Hand you a file, like, all right, this is what you need to yeah, do. Yeah, you just hear uh, someone in a trench coat come up behind you <laughs> on the street one day, and it's like, we need work done at this nuclear power plant. And then I just tap my foot three times, and then I get a plane ticket in the mail. And that's how it goes. You know what? I wouldn't be shocked if that's how your life is outside of improv. Yeah. You meet someone in a parking garage, you're like, were you followed? <laughs> this is what's wrong with our nuclear power plant. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> a lot of intrigue. Yeah. But, like, uh, I heard a little bit about your story, and, like, you know, you took, like, workshops that were led by, like, Brian Gray and Greg um, Gelati. And yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that was before any of the theaters in town opened. Oh, wow. Uh, Do you know what year? Boy, uh, 2010, maybe? Oh, okay. Uh, and, like, Steel City came around, like, 2011? Or? Sounds right. <laughs> I know nothing about Steel City. Like that's like the one theater I. It sounds kn- like around the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Plus or minus a year. So, uh, yeah, they would uh, put on. I mean, Brian re- usually led them. It was these uh, improv workshops. It'd be like in a library meeting room, like one of the Carnegie libraries yeah. around town. Uh, like they did it in the one in Squirrel Hill and Homewood. And so there was a meetup group for improv. If oh, you yeah. Would meet up the website. So when I moved to Pittsburgh, I just went on meetup to find things to do. And yeah. one of them was improv. And so I would go to these workshops and sit there and uh, find them interesting and do as little as possible and say as little as possible. And Just watch. Leave. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Were, were I, you nervous going in there? Oh, yeah. Terrified. Yeah. Yeah. And because, like, you had no, like, theater experience. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I just had a vague concept of what improv was, and I was just sort of curious about it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would just go to these things, and there were some group improv games that uh, everyone would participate in, and those were, like, fun, but also nerve wracking. And then they would do <laughs> some scene work, which was terrifying, and I would just sit back and watch uh, <laughs> other people get up and do. And usually, uh, I remember one where Greg Gelati was the person. I mean, he was there, like, facilitating, but, like, no one wanted to volunteer and do a thing, so Greg was the person who got up and did it. It was this exercise where uh, only one person can speak, so it was a two-person scene, uh, and Greg was the only one who could speak, uh, which was good, because he was the only one who was willing to do anything, because everyone else was terrified, I think. Uh, So, uh, yeah, so Greg did this two-person scene with the other person not speaking, and it was hilarious. It was (laughs) what I just absolutely loved it. Uh, Just the way he was, like... I remember when he was like chomping on popcorn the whole time and just being this kind of loudmouth guy, <laughs> like the character. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I thought it was uh, amazing. And uh, l- later when Steel City Improv opened, they had a group on and then I uh, yeah. got jumped that on for, that. Yeah. yeah. The intro class and that was it. Yeah. Then you just got addicted. Uh, yeah. I just kind of got roped into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. And then like, uh, from what I hear, like well-known strangers started there and yeah, we were a house team there, uh, for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So th- at that time 
the house team said weekly shows, uh, a thing called Totally Free Mondays, so the shows yeah. were free. There would always be house teams performing, and uh, I think at that time we were the first. They reorganized the house team ever on some schedule, like three months or six months or something, and yeah. uh, we were the first house team that stayed together. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> after that, we kind of went off and... Uh, we had monthly shows there for a while and like went off and did some other stuff and now we uh, still do our thing. Yeah, you still do your thing and you yeah. got the yeah, yeah, you 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 all have stayed together for a while. Yeah, we've over had five a lot of years. iterations, yeah, over five years. So it'll be uh, six, I think, uh, in about two months. Six in October. So oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we uh, host the Improv Jam downtown every Thursday. Yeah. It's always a good time. I've yeah. been there a lot. Yeah, and, uh, yeah absolutely. That's a good time. And like, uh, like, what makes you stay with a team that long? Always curious because you're like you and Connor Michaelis are like <laughs> the the two original members. Like, why do you still stick with that team? It's fun, but like, what makes you want to keep going on with that team? Uh, well, I guess there's a couple things. Uh, it's a team that's doing a lot of stuff, which I like. Uh, yeah, you know, we have the Improv Jam. We've got Coconut Night. We've got our monthly shows. Like, I like that. There's a lot going on, uh, so that's nice. But I also think we, some of the things we do are like helpful for the community, like hosting the improv jams. Yeah. So I think it's like nice to be able to contribute in that way. Yeah. Uh, and we're still trying new things, which is nice. Uh, like if I get some, or anyone on the team gets a crazy idea of a thing they want to try, like form wise or philosophy wise, like. We can bring that in and try it and see what happens. Uh, like yeah. we've been working on a new sort of form over the last few months, and hopefully we'll be busting it out at the next monthly show uh, at Arcade. Oh, and is this uh, the, you haven't done this form yet? We have not done it. Before. Oh, yeah, because I've seen yeah. you do this form where you ask somebody about like a big moment in their life. Yeah, we did that. That was like uh, the Avente. Yeah, we get some a moment in someone's life and kind of. Uh, Use that as inspiration. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we've been doing that, but we've got a new thing that we're going to be bringing out soon. So Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. But that, I, 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 I like that attitude because, like, you know, there are a lot of teams who just like they do their show and it's kind of like, all right, see you later. But like, you, you all are like doing new things and like keeping it fresh. Like, you all want to. Yeah, well, I think you have to, especially when you've been on a team for this long. <laughs> that you have to be doing something that's interesting to you. Yeah. 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 And yeah, <laughs> no, but like, like that's really cool. I mean, you know, uh, but another thing, like you, you do a lot of improv in the city. You're with uh, One on Strangers, uh, Change Machine, mm -hmm. Irony City. I mean, yeah. uh, is there stuff you do outside of improv? Do you like you're very <laughs> you're very busy improv wise. I've always been curious. Like, uh, do you? I mean, I'm not saying like you just sit around at home and do absolutely nothing, but like, oh, you know, pretty close to <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you have like uh, outside of improv hobbies that you keep yourself busy with or uh, I mean, not a whole lot. I mean, improv is a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, so like between work uh, and then like a lot of improv stuff after work. Uh, I mean, it's like little things like, you know, concerts, movies, the usual things. Oh, that yeah. Do yeah. You're a big ska guy, aren't you? I am a big ska guy. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it like your favorite genre of music, or? Uh, 
I don't know about that. It, it certainly was at one time, and it's still very <laughs> high on the list, and I would still not pass up a chance to see a ska show. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, uh, do you have, like, a deep knowledge of ska? Do you just like listening to it a lot? Or uh, I don't know how deep my knowledge is. I mean, more than the <laughs> average person on the street, I would guess. But uh, I don't think I'm a ska expert. You're like a, a ska aficionado or connoisseur. Uh, uh, maybe connoisseur, but not necessarily expert. Yeah. <laughs> But like, uh, like, who are the bands? Like, you know, who do you listen to? Because I remember, like, just like random times of like going out with improvisers. Like, uh, I heard like one time, like, uh, uh, Change Machine and Irony City were going to a festival, and you were driving some people down there. I think, like, I think Greg told me this like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, before I really knew him, he was like, "Oh yeah, Ben was in charge of the radio. He <laughs> was like in charge of the playlist. Uh-huh. So he was like, it was all ska <laughs> where we were driving down." I, like, <laughs> I don't remember that. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, I have a, a big memory, but like, uh, just uh, I was like, oh wow, that's really cool. Like, uh, well, and also, I, not, I think Greg likes ska, but with a lot of people, if you play like three ska songs, they'll be like, all we did was listen to ska. It was way too much. And be like, it was like ten minutes. But yeah, for some minutes. people, okay. that feels like hours. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> ska, like some people, just like brush it off. Like it's like, yeah. oh, it's just annoying. It's just a bunch of. Like, you know, I can see why, but, like, there is mm-hmm. some good ska stuff. I mean, like, uh, I listened to some of, like, the early, like, 60s ska, which is all mm-hmm. right. But then, like, a lot of people, like, associate ska with, like, Goldfinger and, like, mm-hmm. um, real big, is real big fish ska? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And uh, are you a real big fish fan? Absolutely, or? yeah. I've seen them, uh, I haven't seen them in a while, but, yeah, like, in high school and college, oh, I would right. see them whenever they were available. <laughs> yeah, loved it. Yeah, crap. I don't even really like. I only know like maybe like two or three songs by them. I've never listened to like a real big fish. Oh, like there's that. like beer. That song gets played all the time. <laughs> uh-huh. um, uh, sellout was the big song. Sellout. Oh. Yeah. You don't want to sing it. Uh, let's go sell out with me tonight. I don't even remember <laughs> the song. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to sing it because it's mostly like horn stuff. Uh, like that's. The oh yeah. That's the big thing behind Scott. Uh, they had that cover of uh, Take On Me. Oh, yeah. That's a great song. <laughs> so good. Do you prefer that version over the... Uh-huh. I do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that was from the, the basketball soundtrack. Oh, yeah. That uh, Trey Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. i never seen that movie. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't say your life is unfulfilled for not having seen it, but... Uh, Did you like it? Or? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I like... Uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, they are an engaging presence. Uh, and they didn't, I don't think they wrote or directed it. I think it was from like uh, at least one of the guys who did the airplane movies. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I like uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. I <laughs> One of the movies I've seen the most is Cannibal the Musical. Have you ever seen that? I think like uh, they wrote that and directed they, it. They wrote, it, yeah, and uh, yeah, Trey Parker directed it, and uh, it was they, something they made in college. Yeah, and then it ended up getting distribution through Troma. But the <laughs> songs are really catchy. Yeah, the songs are great. The movie itself is has some really good moments. So, uh, <laughs> it's about cannibals, I guess. Yeah, and I was when I was living out west, like some of the places that they mention are like. 
w- were was around where I was living at that yeah. time. So uh, it had a special connection to me. Yeah, were you were you like, oh my god, I know where that place is? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like I had the same thing when I watched that Zack and Mary make a porno movie. I've not seen that. Yeah. Eh, eh, I mean, it's good. Like again, with like what you said about basketball, like your life's not going to change <laughs> if you see the movie. Right. But just like it was filmed in Monroeville. Oh, okay. So like uh, the like. Some of the scenes were like Seth Rogen's character works at a coffee shop, and mm-hmm. those scenes were like filmed like a minute away from my house. Okay. So I was kind of like, oh my God, I know these places. No, it, is, it always is a little, uh, yeah. I guess, eerie or interesting when you see places that you're really familiar with on TV. Yeah. Whatever. I, I will give you an example of the most extreme case of that I ever experienced was uh, I went to grad school at University of Florida. I moved into this house. I was renting a room in it. And uh, one of the people who lived there, uh, the lady who owned the house, uh, she was a few years older. She was probably like late 20s. Now it's probably like early 20s at that time. Yeah. So uh, I didn't know this, but she was on it. There was an MTV show uh, at that time called Sex 2K where they would explore like uh, sex and dating in the new yeah. millennium, that kind <laughs> of thing. So, uh, okay. so I was uh, flipping through the channels. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I saw University of Florida, like a road there. And yeah. I was like, oh, hey, see University of Florida. And then I like, kept watching, and I was like, oh, this is, oh, wait, this, is per- this woman who's on there is the lady that I'm renting the house from. Oh, this is interesting. And it's her, like, experiencing online dating and, like, meeting people. <laughs> and then there's, like, this thing where she's, like, meeting people that she met online because online dating was a new thing. You know, yeah. how does it work? All that kind of stuff. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so she meets <laughs> one guy and she's kind of <laughs> terrible to him. Like, he drives all the way to Gainesville <laughs> to uh, go on a date and she just, like, interacts with other people the whole time. Oh. Like, it seems like she was kind of trying to make them jealous or something. It's like this yeah. weird game they were playing. <laughs> and then, and so they're, like, interviewing her, and she's like, oh, I'm just here having fun. They're interviewing the guy, and he's like, I'm not sure why I'm here. <laughs> and, why the uh, hell did I come here? Yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> eventually th- she, like, goes on a date with another guy, and they uh, go back to the house to, like... Uh, make out or whatever and so yeah. they're on the couch but they're on the couch that i'm sitting on Wait, oh. and, the, and the camera is p- placed essentially like where the tv is like yeah. facing me so it's like this alternate reality where like i'm seeing and it must have been like really recent like within yeah. the last few months because everything is exactly the same the same plant the same couch obviously so it was yeah. like really strange <laughs> like seeing this thing happen at the same time <laughs> one thing that was odd about that is she lived in two places. She owned two houses, yeah. and they went to one house, but then they cut to the interior of the house that I was living in. Oh, so it was really? really weird. It was clearly yeah. like this was not the progression, uh, <laughs> but just for the sake of the show, that's how I it guess they been. did it there. Like, yeah. Yeah. Usually, like, there's like some weird thing about, like, oh, like, we can't film inside this building, but I don't know why. Okay, that, that's not even the most important part is this, like, the <laughs> owner of that house was on an MTV show that, wow. Yeah. God, there was a point in my life where I watched all those shows, like, those type of shows. Yeah, I, I could not get into them. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. no, no. You made the smart decision, yeah. Well, also, I didn't grow up with cable, so I didn't really, uh, oh, really? really have that, yeah. Well, that's actually kind of cool. Like, so, like, you grew up with, like, any TV, so what would you do as a kid? We had... TV, but like, uh, just not cable. It's like the normal over-the-air stations. Over-the-air so, stations. Did uh, you watch a lot of TV as a kid? Or? Oh, yeah, definitely. Aren't you yeah. a big Simpsons fan? Or? I'm a big Simpsons fan, that's true. Yeah, like a humongous <laughs> one. 
Uh, pretty big, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're talking to a guy. I cannot tell you anything about The Simpsons. Yeah, I can. Well, most situations remind me of a quote or a scenario from The Simpsons that I will quote verbatim. So, uh, that's, really, that happens a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. There's just one, and I'm. Maybe you'll remember the episode. I I vaguely remember, but there's just one line that I really like in it. Like they move to this new town, and like this guy like knocks on the door, and he's like welcoming there. He's like, all right. Like he takes off his shoes and just like throws them away. He's like, you ever oh, yeah. see? He's like, goodbye shoes. He's like, he's like, you ever see a guy say goodbye to his shoes before? Homer was like, yeah, once. <laughs> yes, that is a great episode. Yeah, that's from the one called "You Only Move Twice." Yeah, uh, yeah that's Hank Scorpio, uh, his <laughs> boss, who's also a supervillain. Uh, yeah, that was, it's a very good episode. Oh wow, damn, that was. I would, I would like, I'm going to be full on honest. I thought I did a terrible job of explaining that. <laughs> no, with it, was, it was quite accurate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Wow, that is really good. That's really <laughs> impressive to me, like, that you have, like, that much knowledge about something. Like, <laughs> I mean, um, is there any other TV shows that you have that much knowledge about? Or? Um, no, not to that extent, I don't think. There's a lot of things that I watched a lot. Yeah. Uh, when I watched Mama's Family and Night Court, those were, like, my some of my favorite shows. Yeah. Uh, but I don't have the encyclopedic knowledge of those like I do <laughs> with The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In fact, I generally say I have no useful knowledge whatsoever. <laughs> I have a lot of extensive knowledge about extensive knowledge about things, but never anything useful. Like, like what? Um. Uh, yeah, I mean ska music, or uh, <laughs> I mean the work I can like simulate neutrons, but like yeah, that doesn't come in handy very often. Yeah, like, if, if <laughs> there were some sort of uh, have people asked you about that before, like in improv, like like oh you do you work with nuclear stuff? Does anyone ever like talk your ear off about that or? Uh, no, not usually. I think it's uh, usually boring to people. Yeah. So, yeah I try to <laughs> not subject people to it too often. Uh, but you have no choice because I'm your guest, so you have to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> no! I know, right? <laughs> no, like, I, I find that... I As I've locked the doors of the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Click. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> now let me tell you about neutrons. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. But, like, I find that interesting. So, like... You just do calculations at your job. You just sit at a desk and you. Uh, Yeah, well, the calculations are a big part of it. Uh, Like I said, I go to plants every once in a while to do the uh, physical work. Yeah, there's things like uh, interacting with the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. Sometime we have to go and uh, say why what you did was right. Yeah, that kind of thing. (laughs) Uh, Do you ever have to like get mad at a company, like going like you know, guy, you guys are messing up. Not really. (laughs) You know, you never had to do that. You never had to go like, like, come on, guys. Like, you never had to like go to a company and go like, why you? This is so simple. Why just screw this up? You never like talk down to a company going like, come Uh, on, guys. Like, don't really talk down to people. It's not very (laughs) constructive. I mean, sorry, sorry. No, no, I understand. (laughs) Yeah, but there are fields in which that happens. Yeah, Uh, but like you try to. Just in the field that I'm in, like you try to be less emotional about it and like trust that people will make the correction on their own, like this normally how it is. It's like, oh, so this thing happened. This clearly cost us a lot of money. Like this needs to not happen again. And then uh, that's kind of how it goes. If it continues to happen, then you just uh, adjust, use someone else. That's kind of how it is. Yeah, there's not a lot of (laughs) yelling or anything like that. (laughs) I mean, some people do that. There are a few isolated like people, but like that's not very common. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's good. I mean, like, uh, 
See, it is now. Now this is making me remember something. Like when I first started improv, I think like uh, I was in that stage. Like I first started improv, and I was just like looking up to everybody. Like you know, I was new, and I was like, oh, I, I wanted. To. Like this is a big thing I've started to notice with other improvisers coming to the community. Like, they like they like oh, like get starstruck by improvisers. Hmm. They want to talk their off. Like I wanted to talk to you. I just remember, like, you were signing up people for the jam, which is you usually, that's your duty at the jam. You sign up people. Right. And I just remember, like, I was like, I was like, oh, hi, Ben. You're like, uh, hello. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, hi. And you're like, I was like, uh, so uh, how was your day? You know, you're at the office. And you're like, um, uh, it was fine. You know, just, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like, you work at a nuclear place. So I was like, yeah, I work, uh, I do that type of work. It was like, is it hard? You're like, uh, yeah, it, it can be hard. Yes, it, it's, it. This is a terrible impression of you. It was like, no, it's, it's spot on. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yes, it uh, can be hard. And it's like, do you get mad sometimes? You're like, <laughs> you like made like a confused face. You're like, uh, I, I, I get annoyed. You know, like it's like, do you? I was like, I was like, do you yell at people? And you're like, um, no, I like I get stressed, but you know, I, I don't yell at people. And you're like, uh, and then I got really nervous. Got really nervous. I was like, oh, "Okay, bye." You're like, oh, "See you later." I was like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> that was like a terrible way to like introduce myself to Ben. No, I think that went as well as it could have possibly gone. <laughs> <laughs> like I like I think about that. I go like, "Wow, that was just like the most random thing." Because I just wanted to like like say something to you. I was like, "Oh, let me get to know Ben Amiri a little bit more." And I was like, "Do you get mad?" Do you, do you get upset? <laughs> so you were like doing your own Chris Farley show like, on the spot. Do, do you remember <laughs> when you were in the Beatles? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah I, I remember. I was on Well Known Strangers. Yeah, it's happening right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Such a stupid question. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. I got asked the same question last week. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't remember that. But I, I think you had talked about that t- with Brad Gray one time, I think, when he was on. Yeah, one, of the, one the, of the many different versions of this podcast right, yeah right. And I, was, I remember thinking uh yeah I, I no i'm not an easy person to talk to it's yeah 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 um i think i heard a quote you say about yourself and like you know like you said like you're not shy you're just quiet yeah i think that's probably accurate yeah yeah mm-hmm. do you get that a lot though in the community going like oh you don't talk a lot do you um i think i've been around so long that people just kind of deal with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah they like, however, but, like, you don't have to be any certain way to be an improviser. You don't have yeah. to be boisterous. You don't have to do any particular thing. All you have to do is improvise. That's improvise, it. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And you're in the community, and, I mean, you're not going to be like, hell yeah, I am. But, like, you're fun. You're really funny, and you're good at what you do, and, you know, just. Well, I think people who know me over time have found me to be funny, but it has, I've that's okay if people don't. It yeah, doesn't really yeah. bother me. You can't uh, impress everybody, and you know, just yeah. And, I, and I'm not usually like trying to. Yeah, I don't talk to. And it's not my nature to uh, be overly talkative. talkative. Yeah, uh, yeah. It just doesn't really come naturally. Naturally, but you talk to the you you talk to some people at the community. You're oh yeah, I'll certainly talk to people one on one if they come in like uh, to be at least friendly. Yeah, 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 you're you're not not. you're not you just don't completely just walk away. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I try to. You're you're cool with some people in the community. You know, you're. I 
I don't think I like to think I'm cool enough. Yeah, no, 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 no. This isn't like an attack or anything. It's just, <laughs> I don't have any arch enemies that I know of. Unless, uh, yeah, I can't picture someone like hating you, though. Yeah, you're, you're unless not... like, you know, Nilesh is in his house, like in a darkened room, like throwing darts at me, and I don't know it. <laughs> you know, could be. You're just on his dartboard. <laughs> right. Can't believe I want to team with this asshole. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> could be. Yeah, yeah. No, you're one of the people I just get, like, uh, I think I was talking about that with like somebody. We're going like, Trying to think of people going like, yeah, I can't imagine like someone hating this person. And I go like, yeah, I can't imagine anyone not liking you. You're just a nice guy. You are very supportive in the community. You like to, yeah, you're very. You come to a lot of shows. Are very supportive. Yeah, I can't imagine going anyone going like, yeah. Well, I'm sure there's someone, and that's okay. I yeah, yeah that's really, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah. Uh, well, I try to be uh, supportive and see other people's things. I yeah. think that is uh, good for the community at large. Yeah. Uh, but I also want to be okay with the fact that other people might not like me and like not hold that against them. Like it really wouldn't bother me if someone that I liked and enjoyed uh, and thought was a good performer yeah. or and anything like that, like didn't feel the same way about me. Like that really wouldn't impact me at all. If they didn't like me personally or thought I was unfunny or thought it, yeah. like that would, I would still think they were good. Like it really wouldn't impact how yeah. I perceive them. And I think that's an odd thing sometimes where like we would, we kind of, like, if there's something we don't like about someone personally, we're like, oh, now everything they do is terrible. It's like, well, they might still be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, I kind of feel the same way. Like, you know, like, there might be someone I might not like, but, like, you know, but I'll still like them as a performer. Or, like, you know, and, yeah. like, you got to, like, yeah, wow, that's actually a really mature answer. Wow, that's uh Well, <laughs> I don't know if it's mature. I think it's just... uh uh, yeah, I don't know what I would call it, but it's something. And, and I, <laughs> try, as I book a lot of things, like the teams at the Improv Jam and like yeah. producing Beta Stage and playlists and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, I always hope that like even if someone doesn't want to talk to me for any reason, that they can still have a place to do things. So yeah. I, uh, I'm always aware. Like, am I doing too much stuff or like organizing too many things? Because uh, I don't want that to be a. a I don't know, blocking anyone from doing what they want to do, you know? Wait, you think about that, or you... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, you do... Yeah, you produce the playlist, and you book the jam stuff, and yeah, I think you're good. I mean, you know, like... Oh, yeah, there's plenty of opportunities... Yeah, for, for other uh, people, for yeah. people to do anything, I hope. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess you can't, like, say, like, oh, it's well, so mature, but, like, you know, you're just content. You're just kind of like, uh, you're like, you know, I respect your work, but if you don't like me... I'm fine with it. It's not gonna like. Yeah, I mean, it's also the sense that like I I understand why someone not like me. Like yeah. I get that. Like I would share that opinion. So it's like really? I really. Yeah. I mean, why? I, why? I, why? What about you? Oh, I. Uh, I mean, it's not that if I met me, I wouldn't like me. Uh, I don't really know. I would probably feel indifferent. But I don't think <laughs> I need to have like. Uh, I, I just don't like to put preconditions on things, like to have a precondition of like this person has to do this thing in order for me to respect their work or whatever. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Damn. Uh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no. No. Like now you're making me think. Like <laughs> that was not my intention. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want you to think. Oh no. <laughs> That's actually really good because now I'm like thinking about like how I approach it. Like, because 
Like, I used to do that a lot, you know? Like, I wanted to impress a lot of different people. And, like, I would get in my mind, too, going, like, oh, why does this person not talk to me? Like, mm-hmm. like you guys, like a lot of people do that. And Yeah, well, I think it helps to just recognize that everyone has their own thing going on. Yeah. Uh, and I always just try to assume that, like, if someone is a certain way to me or to whoever, that, you know, they have their own thing going on. Yeah. And they're probably doing the best with what they have. And uh, if you assume that, then if you're wrong, then, you know, that the problem is with them. Yeah. Uh, and then if you're right, then, you know, no harm done. Because you're not doing anything personally to them. You're just like, uh, you're not doing anything like, like intentional. Yeah. Yeah. I, you, think, you I think that's generally true of most people. Uh, yeah. You know, most people are trying to do their best. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree. Like most people just have their own thing and like, you know, you can't be a part of everyone's life and, you know, mm-hmm. everyone has like their own friend that they can fight with or their own group and, you know, you can't be a part of everything. So yeah, very true. Yeah. And yeah, I agree with that completely. That uh, took some time for me to accept, like, mm-hmm. you know, especially just being like an incredibly anxious human being going into improv, just going like, like, oh, why won't this like... I would get like very specific about it. like why isn't this one specific person or two person like not talking to me? Uh-huh. Then you start doing like that self analysis, going like, well, like uh, I'm nice, you know, I don't, I don't overbug <laughs> right. them, I don't like, you know, uh-huh. I don't like, in, I don't try to invite myself, like I don't like, uh, uh-huh. I don't ask for their phone number or anything, you know, like right. I try to be very courteous. Then you just go like, yeah, dude, if you're going through that many like hoops <laughs> to like impress one person, <laughs> right. you gotta like really like <laughs> analyze the situation, you know? And yeah, it definitely helps to let that stuff go. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, it is. And uh, I would say for myself, like very healthy, like uh, just realize like, you know, like the sure. people that matter and the people like, you know, that suit you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you're comfortable with, you know, yeah. you, can, you can still do a show with people and you can still be like respectful and, you know, and, nice and you know just uh, like we're like okay we might not like go out after a show together but you know like we respect each other and we have fun on stage and you know yeah and not to be too uh like fatalistic or pessimistic about the whole thing or cynical uh but i definitely have that side of me but like a, (laughs) a big part of it is like what you want doesn't really uh matter a lot of the times you know like what like you might want to hang out with a certain person you might want to do a certain thing but like regardless of how much you want it like it might not really make any difference on the outcome so really uh, (laughs) yeah so i try to find like yeah i might want this thing but if i'm attaching my happiness to like the thing i want happening like that's a lot of that is outside of my control so it's better to just kind of like be aware of the thing that you want but not tie like any specific, uh, like happiness to it. Yeah. Um, do you mean like, you know, like don't oh, hmm. <laughs> explain that further? Cause you like, cause you, it might not make you happy in the end or it uh, might not. Well, it might, or it might not. But like, let's say, uh, you see like a few people hanging out and you're like, Oh man, I would love to hang out with those people. Yeah. They seem like <laughs> super fun. I'm gonna go talk to them. And, uh, I'm going to say like, Hey, uh, maybe we could like, I'll do a thing sometime. And uh, maybe they'll be like, Hey, yeah, cool. That sounds great. And you'll be like, Oh no, that sounds terrible. Uh, <laughs> like you, you have like tried to do the thing, but like that ultimate outcome, uh, was totally outside of your control. So yeah. if you were like, I'm only going to be happy if I hang out with these people, like then like you're kind of letting outside circumstances dictate how you feel. 
and that is uh, when you can do that sometime. But I think if that is all the time, then you're kind of just like riding the wave of anything that comes along, uh, and that seems tiring to me. But yeah. <laughs> but it's again this is just me <laughs> like yeah, yeah. there's pr- probably people who are uh very content like l- content is in the word but like find it satisfying to uh ride whatever is happening in the world like let the letting things really impact them to like yeah. there's like that's living to them you know yeah. like living is like experiencing like that's experiencing the world is like letting these things hit you and like letting all that stuff go and like getting the highs and lows and all that kind of stuff you know yeah uh, that's totally valid way to live so uh, don't tell don't let me tell you that this is the only <laughs> way to be <laughs> that's just your opinion yeah <laughs> right uh, like i said it just sounds tiring to me uh to do that and that's really all it is <laughs> yeah no i i agree like i used to be like that like a lot like mm-hmm. for a big chunk of my life just going like like exactly what you described like i really want to just hang out with these group of people mm-hmm. they seem like so fun and so <laughs> cool but then you find out like, oh shit, I don't have anything in common with these people. Like, <laughs> right. you know, just like I, and uh, maybe back when I was younger, I used to have like a big fuck you attitude towards that. But really, mm-hmm. just like when you get older, you maybe see a therapist. In my sake, or like you know, mm-hmm. just time. Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of random words to say. But like, <laughs> sure. just like as time goes on, you just kind of just realize it was like, yeah, you're nothing against them. It's just you know, the, right. it, it's just not you. Like, you know, and it's just not how you roll or how you are as a person just to go like, like, okay, those people have their thing and they're cool and they're, and they're nice, but like, you're just like, I just don't relate to them. Like, you know, and like a humongous, like, okay, I'm going to hang out with you all the time, like outside of this big thing that we're all doing together. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. You can't force someone to appreciate you more than you can force anyone to feel any other way about you. Yeah. Ugh. God. I I think I've done that in my life too. Just going like you know, I really want to impress this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you just go like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> You're like, what the, what the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah, just I mean like you you don't seem like you've probably never done that. You're kind of like content. You're kind of like you know you have the people um, in your life and yeah, uh, maybe when I was younger, uh, but I think yeah, it, it's not something that I really think of is having done very much no in that sense like high school maybe i think everyone's nervous and weird in middle school but i think high school i was like generally just okay with how things were really yeah Yeah. were you quiet in high school were you um i'm always quiet by nature but i probably wasn't uh but I think you just interact with people more in high school. Like you're always like seeing people and like you're with your group of people. So even if you're a quiet person to like the world in general, yeah. uh, like there are people to whom you might be seen as more loquacious. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean talkative or? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have that group of people like where you talk a lot? Do you have like now? Yeah. Um, not really. Uh, but that's probably why I'm, just generally a quieter person now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most of the talking I do is in improv scenes. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. If, whether it's practices or yeah. uh, shows. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, um, hmm, like, uh, trying to think. There's a, God. Uh, <laughs> no, no, like, there's some stuff I wanted to, like, ask you about. Uh, yeah. I mean, 
like you say like a lot of the talk you just said like a lot of the talking you do is in like your improv scenes and you know you're a fairly quiet person i mean uh uh, uh another thing is like uh do you hang out with any improvisers outside of improv or um a little bit uh and i don't have i mean i don't have a lot of time <laughs> oh really like oh that. really uh but also like it's just uh we don't really like do a lot of things i mean it's most of the time would be like something like a festival. Like we yeah. all go and we all hang out together and we're spending a lot of time together over the course of that weekend. Like that yeah. would be a lot of the hanging out. Yeah. Uh, but for example, like Rolling Strangers, we practice eight to 10. So like at 10 yeah. o'clock on a weekday, yeah. like we're <laughs> not going to go out afterwards and, like <laughs> and party. Yeah. A beer or something, you know, like we yeah. have jobs, we have things to do. Yeah. Uh, but you know, but every once in a while it'll be like getting dinner or something before a show. But yeah, most of it is like, within the confines of improv in practice yeah. oh, okay yeah mm-hmm. and like you're a very busy guy so like improv is like that your version of like going out is that like you know your uh yeah. yeah yeah i mean that is like my spare time is doing improv because yeah. that is the creative outlet that helps me uh you know function wow no 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 like that's kind of like it for me too like mm-hmm. that's like my big going out thing is improv like you know just yeah something to do something to get out the energy that you have built inside you yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) (laughs) it's nice to have like when i'm coaching especially i kind of describe it as a and i've probably heard this from someone but like a laboratory for human behavior where like you can like do these little experiments about like if someone acts this way like how will this person react and it's all safe and contained and it's all uh for the sake of comedy (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> do you still coach or uh yeah i'm coaching classy and relevant these days oh really like you're their permanent coach now or? Uh, yeah well as long as they uh want me to continue yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've been doing it for a few months yeah oh that's cool mm-hmm. yeah nice uh i mean um yeah that was another thing i heard about you like uh, you're like uh did you take a break from coaching uh yeah for a while uh-huh. yeah, like you just too busy uh yeah i was busy and i was uh thinking about it too much, probably. Yeah. Oh, what do you mean thinking about too much? Uh, I was thinking too much about, like, am I trying, like, what exactly my goal was in coaching? Like, if I was trying to impart my philosophy on people about what makes scenes successful? Yeah. Or was I trying to uh, help individuals get better at things? And in that context, was I trying to help people find their strengths and play to those? Or am I trying to help people find what their weaknesses are and improve those? Or am I trying to help the team get better and do one show, even if uh, I'm not really paying attention to certain individuals who might need more attention? Yeah. So I was thinking about that kind of stuff, and I was like, what am I really trying to do? Like, what is the most helpful? Yeah. Uh, and spending too much time thinking about it. So I was <laughs> like, I need to, like, chill out from this for a little bit, because yeah. there's probably no good answer to all that. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it took some time to, like, think about it, you know. Uh, yeah, just to not, to not think about it. Really. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, See, that was another big thing, like, in the community. I mean, like, it wasn't, like, big news. Like, everybody in the community, hear this out. But, like, there's some people who said, like, oh, like, yeah, Ben's, like, not coaching now these days. He's, like, taking a break. And then, like, there were some people who, like, you did coach from. We were, like, oh, my God, we're so lucky we got Ben. Like, yeah, because he's, like... <laughs> Like he decided to come out of retirement or like he t- take out of his break. But like, do you enjoy coaching? Do you like? Uh, yeah, I do like it. I think it's because uh, you yeah. coach a bunch of different stuff. 
through the community. I mean, yeah, I've coached a lot of teams over the years. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is classing relevant the only coaching gig you have now? Or yeah, that's the only regular one I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know you've helped out like Elizabeth, that duo, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, you helped out them, and like they're doing really good right now. And yeah, and uh, nonsense. Steve Barth and Brad McNary did coach them for a while. You coach them. Uh, yeah, we haven't done anything for a while, but like when they were trying to get it off the ground and figure out what exactly their show was, uh, yeah, we worked together for a while. Yeah. God, everyone loves, I love nonsense. Yeah, they're great. I, I had no idea you did that with them. I know. Oh, I mean, they're just naturally talented dudes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very funny. Uh, like when we worked together, like we just tried to refine like what exactly is it that they're trying to do? What devices are most successful for them? How do yeah. they like change up the pace? That kind of thing. Uh, yeah, and I think it was useful for them. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, uh, we did the show with them last night, and uh-huh. they were fantastic. Yeah, they're really good. I mean, one of the things that uh, we found worked for them was, uh, like, not having uh, an idea going into a scene about how long it's going to be. Like, one of the things I really liked is that sometimes they would have a scene where it was just, like, two lines long, and I would think, man, that's enough. Like, just edit, just end it right there because, like, yeah. keep the pace going. Because sometimes, like, <laughs> those two lines said everything we needed and, like, I just wanted to move on to another thing and, like, yeah. having this sense where they're, like, doing these presentations, like, that's playing to their strengths where they're, like, talking right to the audience because oh, yeah. they're both so good at that. <laughs> uh, so finding ways to incorporate that into their show. So, uh, uh, yeah, so it was fun to work with them and try to find, like, what made, what, was unique about their show and what they could bring out as much as they could. Yeah, they're both really funny, but yeah, I gotta absolutely. say, like, like Brad McNary, like, doesn't get enough praise that he should. <laughs> he is so good. Well, I think it's great that he he was living farther away, but now he's, uh, I think, living in Pittsburgh. So I hope we do see more of him. Cause he's oh yeah, he was guy. he was telling me about that this week, and I was like, oh mm-hmm. nice. So yeah. he, he was even saying like, oh yeah, I get to do more stuff now. Yeah, that that'll be great. Oh yeah, I would love to see him on stage <laughs> more. Yeah, didn't you do a duo with a? Uh, I mean, a lot of people in the community might listen to this, but I'll just say his full name, uh, Jerome Fitzgerald. <laughs> Did you do like the Ben and Jerome show? Yeah, we did an evening with Ben and Jerome for a while. Yeah, yeah uh, Greg Gelati coached that, right? Uh, we had a few coaches. Uh, Jethro coached us. Uh, Greg probably coached us. Yeah. Uh, that was a long time ago. I remember <laughs> when he used to be the coach of Unwelcome Guests. We were at dinner one time. He was like, oh, that was probably the best duo I've ever coached. Because uh, well, he, he just says like the practices were like so interesting. Well, it was odd. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah, we were we're an odd pair, and I love Jerome. He's one of my favorite improvisers. Oh, uh, he's so, hilarious. Yeah. yeah, so it's it was a lot of fun to do. Uh, yeah, but so that <laughs> could be. I mean, we had variable success in our shows. Like we had some that were really good, and some that were just epically bad. Uh, <laughs> like, what was the format? Ah, uh, boy, what was the form? <laughs> oh, we we would introduce characters. So we would like have one location and bring in new characters, and we would switch between all of them. So there might be five characters in total, yeah. and the two of us would be switching between them throughout the show. That was the main format. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but we, uh, like our worst show, we... Uh, we thought we had 15 minutes, and we, uh, so, like, we would, like, hit a button, and, like, the 
we didn't know at this time that you could edit your own show. I should preface this uh, with yeah. that. <laughs> so we were just waiting for the lights to go down. Like that was the only way we could ever leave the stage was if the lights went down. Otherwise we were trapped there forever. That was what we thought. So we just kept going and going with button after button and we couldn't introduce <laughs> anything new because we thought we were right near the end. So we started like bringing things together around the 15 minute mark. We finally got the light around like, I don't know, 23, 25, something like that. So there's that <laughs> long stretch where we're just desperately trying to end the show <laughs> but couldn't do it uh yeah too stony silence uh yeah oh was it completely quiet oh yeah because nothing was happening like, <laughs> we were just ending the show over and over again for eight minutes oh <laughs> uh, yeah uh, like it, like were you like kind of like being like obvious like huh yeah we're done <laughs> i thought we were but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, but really, like, now I know we could have ended that at any time. Yeah. <laughs> there was no reason for us to stay up there. Oh, but, God. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. When did you, like, uh, when did that end? Like, was it, like, around... Uh, wow. I don't... I'm really bad with years. I, I yeah. don't know. Uh, 2013, maybe? Oh, yeah? Uh, it was only short-lived, I'm assuming? Or? Uh, yeah, I mean, we did it for a few months, at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you ever want to bring it back? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We always talk about bringing it back. Oh, really? It'll happen someday, yeah. Oh, oh, I would love to see that. Mm -hmm. That sounds really interesting. I mean, uh, do you like doing character work? Do you like switching? Uh, Do you think your character work is strong? I mean... Uh, It depends if that's what I'm focusing on. Uh, Yeah. If I try to... I'm not nearly as good at it as uh, a lot of people, but uh, I mean, I can try to do a few things, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, <clears throat> like, what's a thing in improv? Like, oh, yeah, well, I'll ask you some improv questions. But uh, like, okay. uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm introducing the segment. It's just like, <laughs> I guess I'll do some improv talk now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about, about that. improv. <laughs> like, screw you! And it's like I hear a door slam. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, you just left. I don't know. Like, you so just really said no improv, no personal <laughs> questions, <laughs> no work questions. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about Ska. <laughs> right, exactly. In the Simpsons. In the that Simpsons. Was <laughs> that was it. That was in my pre-interview agreement. Yeah, but like, um, like what are, uh, in improv-wise, mm-hmm. I mean, what are some things like you think you can personally, like you think after a show, like you personally are trying to work on more? Uh, it depends, and it's different things with different groups, like what, uh, how I can help an individual show be better. Uh, I mean, sometimes personal goals would be something like characters, like to do some bigger characters, uh, to do things that, I mean, sometimes I'll have a goal of like responding really directly to people, like really listening and taking in everything that they're doing and trying to incorporate that as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'll have the goal of doing the opposite, like doing my own thing, not worrying about other people. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it'll be a goal of something like, I'm not going to make any pop culture references. Like uh-huh. I, I want this, I'm going to try as much as possible to have a character who could exist at any time in any space, like to have a scene that oh. could be there. Uh, so like those are things to try, I think. So like do you give yourself like um, these things that, like you tell yourself before a show, going, yeah. you know, I want to try something like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they succeed sometimes? Or? Uh, sometimes, and sometimes I forget. Uh, <laughs> but, and sometimes that's just not what the show needs at that time. Yeah. So. Do you ever beat yourself up after a show? It's kind of like going against what you talked about in the beginning, going like, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't try to like look for you. Like when you said like, oh, I don't try to like look for like 
make any certain person laugh. But like, yeah. is there any times after a show you beat yourself up? I mean, um, not usually. Yeah, because no. like the few times I've done like shows with you at like bonus stage at arcade or anything, I've never seen you like roll your eyes and like go like. <laughs> I never like seen like walk past you with like change particular like I'm so sorry guys. <laughs> like I've seen a lot. I've done I've done that so many times. I've seen people in teams I've been with or like. Going after a show, just going like, oh, I completely fucked that up. I'm so sorry. Have you ever done that before? Like, uh, the big apologies after a show, going like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Probably when I first started, but, uh, yeah, I don't really think of things that way generally. Uh, really? Like, if there's a bad show, I'm like, oh, man, that was rough. But, you know, we'll get them next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, I really do just think of it that way. Yeah. Uh, like you, like you know, it's a bad show, but you're just go like, yeah, you know, we have other chances to perform, and you know. Yeah, but I think it's kind of similar to like the compliments thing. Like if you have a really bad show and you're gonna get really down on it, then you kind of owe it to yourself to like really revel in the great shows, right? Yeah. You owe it to yourself to like be skipping down the street and like you know having a blast. But I think uh, too often, like we get down about the bad shows and like just accept the good ones. And it's like, yeah. if you're not going to take all that stuff, like, you know, maybe don't try to attach too much to it. Wow. Yeah. Because, like, I kind of feel the same way. Like, when I have a good show, like, I'm like, like, when I get off the stage, I'm like bursting with joy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good feeling. Yeah. It's yeah. an amazing feeling. Mm-hmm. You're just like, holy shit, we did that. <laughs> yeah. Like, and like, there's been times, like, after a bad show, like, I've kind of, I did the whole thing. Like, uh, I remember one time Unwelcome Guest had a show in December. It was just bad. It was just mm-hmm. really bad. Just scenes went too long. <laughs> they didn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Uh, I remember I laughed one in the middle of a scene. It just it just didn't make any sense. And we yeah. like, as soon as we got off the stage, we didn't even like stick around. We just went to the green room and go like, okay, yeah, let's not remember that show. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go like, okay, here's the things that went wrong. And it, it wasn't even like an apology thing. It was just kind of like, yeah, okay, yeah. Here's a maybe we should try this more at practice. That's like a big thing too. Mm-hmm. Like, um, we go like, we need to work on this stuff and this stuff. And, you know, and like Ashley is our coach, mm-hmm. Ashley McKinney. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, of course, you know her, you're, you're, <laughs> you're friends with her and on a <laughs> yeah, team yeah, with her. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's great. Very funny. <laughs> very. Oh, she's fantastic. Uh-huh. Like I'll, like I'll give her a compliment. Yeah. Again, I'm prepping stuff that I'm doing in this episode, but like, uh, <laughs> she's never not funny. Like she's yeah. one of the improvisers. Like <laughs> every single time I've seen her in a show. I've always found her hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that's very similar to Jerome. <laughs> and, like, they they both have this great ability to, uh, like, have these things that seem, that you're like, oh, man, I never would have thought about. And they're playing these characters in such a committed way that yeah. you can't help but watch it and be entertained. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, what I think is great about people who can achieve that can have that level of like unexpectedness uh is like sometimes we can think like oh that performer is like oh silly and like they're just doing this thing but like whenever you talk to someone like jerome or ashley or anyone else who can achieve that it's always like oh i did that for this specific reason like i was thinking this thing and that's what led me to do this and the fact that there's always like a thought process behind it that's really uh rather sophisticated and impressive like then when you kind of learn from that there's a lot that can uh, that can be gained, I think. Yeah. It's very cool. And also, like, especially with, like, those two examples, um, like, Ashley and uh, Jerome, they do these weird, crazy characters. 
and they go into these weird worlds. But then, like, when you meet them, like, off stage, they'll say, like, what you just said. And also, you just realize they're just nice people. Uh, yeah. And, like, when like we think of them as crazy, just because, like, your thought process would not have been that. Like, you didn't yeah. see what they saw. And yeah. like, but it was there. And, like, yeah. now that you know that it's there, it, yeah. like, makes it even more entertaining. Yeah. You know? So I think that <laughs> is, like, you. it's very helpful to have that kind of uh, <laughs> performer in a show. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Draw. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> like some of the shit just Jerome does. He just has this like this <laughs> chaotic energy. I remember one time I saw him in a death show. And I forget what was going on. Like he, him and uh, his uh, duo partner Justin Vetter. Uh, people in the community already know this, but like uh, I just remember like they were seeing. And like Jerome was just like yelling at somebody. He's like, like I'm a wild prisoner, right? Like I'm the dog. Bark, 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 right? I'm a psycho. And I was like. <laughs> that- yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just the way you can like just uh, go into like those fucking crazy characters, and even when he does like gross stuff, like sometimes if he does like a sexual joke, I uh, just go like, oh, he's not trying to be like a bro and just be like, yeah, he's like actually like doing something really funny. Like I went to see Enter Warp Zone last night, <laughs> and there's a scene where like they're doing like, this like weird porno scene, mm-hmm. and Jerome was playing like the boom mic guy, <laughs> and they're they're playing like they're like playing the Garden State soundtrack in the background, <laughs> and it was like so it was like something related to Garden State, <laughs> and like indie like this soft indie rock song is playing in the background, and Jerome's character comes his pants, and he's, he's like, uh, 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 yes. Uh, <laughs> He's like, get the boom mic out of the shot. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's had many orgasms on stage. Yeah. <laughs> but I think what what makes it work and what makes it work for anyone is if you uh, if it feels like it's coming from the character and if it's committed, like yeah. you can do it. Like when you're doing it to get a reaction uh, or because you think. Uh, you, the improviser, is thinking this is what will be funny and this is yeah. what it needs. Like that uh, doesn't go over well. Oh, I trust. I've I had uh, when I. <laughs> you, you, of course, host the jam, so you <laughs> might have seen this. Like, oh, when I first started, oh, God. And, like, no, people were very honest with me, just going, like, yeah, that was gross. <laughs> like, yeah. When I first started, I was just very, I don't know if you remember, like, I would just do so many, like, sexual jokes, mm-hmm. and they just would not land <laughs> at all. Uh-huh. And, like, <laughs> and like I, I would have, like, that thought process of going, like, it's like hey, I saw this guy do yeah, it. Yeah. Like, I, I saw this guy do, like, the cum joke, or this yeah. guy do, like, the pervy weird thing. Like, why ain't I getting, like, the same reaction? Yeah. But then... But then, like, looking back at it, I was kind of doing it for what you said, just going, like, ooh, this would be funny if I bring up this really fucked up thing, if uh-huh. I say this. Then, like, you just kind of just feel it in the audience, just going, like, yeah, dude, that wasn't really that yeah. funny. You kind of just, you're, are you even paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> you're not even, like, really yeah. doing that kind of well, stuff. Well, it's good to, you know, recognize if that's a tendency and try yeah. to adapt to it. Uh, but also... Like, whenever you recognize something like that, it's always good to at least give yourself credit for, like, where that's coming from. And it's coming from a place of, like, I'm trying to be funny. I'm trying to be entertaining. Yeah. You know? So that's a positive thing. Yeah. Uh, But if you're ultimately not uh, executing it as well as you could, like, learning how to execute those things better, that's part of uh, growing as a performer. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Wow. (laughs) That was, like, the most, like, respectable way to talk about Disgusting jokes. <laughs> it's like, okay, see what you do here. If you're good at talk about cum, 
yeah, I have had that moment in practice, in like when coaching in practice before, mm-hmm. where someone was saying something super profane, and I like just said it in exactly that tone. It was like, if you're gonna be talking about this, like make sure that you do it with like this way. It's like people were just laughing at it because of how <laughs> matter of factly I was talking about it. So like, yeah, that has happened before. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, I mean, I've seen you like uh, when you're given that information, you of course like agree with it, but like I've never seen you like go into like a scene and like you like bring it up like bring up like the dirty thing um yeah it doesn't happen often i mean i will sometimes uh but yeah it, if it feels natural to me then yeah. i will do it but uh a lot of times it doesn't feel natural to <laughs> me so i just won't <laughs> you're like you're like yeah why would i bring this up yeah <laughs> yeah you're like i haven't seen you <laughs> every show you do that'd be insane but I just go like, you know, like, oh no, that's just not his thing. You, you like, I've seen you like add on to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, <laughs> now it's just becoming about cum. But like, you know, <laughs> just gross stuff. But like, I remember one time in a jam set, this is for some reason there was this like pattern going on about like this woman who got pregnant from eating scrambled eggs at a diner. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And like, it was just like a, the unspoken thing of like, it took me a while to get to it. But like, everyone was kind of like looking around, like, giggling a little bit, going, like, oh, someone's jerking off into this woman's eggs. Mm -hmm. Then, like, I just remember, like, you came out with, like, a plate of stuff, like, okay, got some more eggs. Like, hey, like, she, like, mentioned something, like, oh, I need some more. Like, I I need a, I'll I'll have seconds. You go, like, seconds? Okay, this is going to take me a while, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but then I see you've done, I... I remember one oh, so long ago at a jam. I think like Irony City was headlining the jam, and <coughs> like um, you took a like very sexual suggestion and like turned it into the other definition of it. Oh yeah, so we got. To, I think I know the one you're talking about. We got a suggestion of anal. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You go like it was just like a drunk woman leaving the theater. Yeah, exactly. We guys, you're like anal, and like uh-huh. you're just a guy like placing things very precisely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. I, it was just one of those things. I first starting out, I go like, oh, okay. Like, he didn't feed into, you know, right. like, just being like, eh. You're kind of just like, okay, if you're going to give that to me, then I'll just be <laughs> right. very respectful. It ended up being one of a show that we were really happy with. Yeah. Uh, it was so funny. The crazy thing is, like, I remember that set. Yeah, like, most people, improvisers I meet, like, go like, I don't really remember that. <laughs> but, like, like, the really good shows you remember... Yeah, well, sometimes. Sometimes. I think you remember them if there was something about it that was different. Like, I remember that one because we ended up doing a mono scene, and that was not necessarily what we... Do, yeah. We didn't go into it with that plan, but we were always trying to just find whatever the form was in that show, and so that time we really did it. Like, we really did (laughs) say, like, this show feels like a mono scene, so let's just do it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I I do remember that one. Oh, it was so funny, because, like, you were, like, these three brothers Mm -hmm. who never left your house. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I just remember Nilesh, who's another, I mean, like, a lot of people love him, but, like, he's another, like, improviser that I'm always amazed by. Can't stand him. No, okay. <laughs> I'm the one throwing darts <laughs> yeah, at his exactly. face. No, he's great. Yeah, like, you text Nilesh and go like, "Hey, I'm throwing darts at your face." Yeah, we're arch enemies. He's <laughs> like, "Yeah, but I want the stage time." So yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> we have to tolerate each other. Yeah, <laughs> like what up, asshole? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I just remember like, like you br- you were brothers who never left your house. Mm-hmm. And like you were the, each other's only friends, and I remember mm-hmm. you had a really funny line. I'm like, yeah, you know the show Friends? 
That's so unrealistic. Who the hell has 10 best friends <laughs> they can fight with? And I remember watching that going like, yeah, he's kind of, it's kind of true. Like a whole group of friends that know everything about each other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that specifically, but I yeah. agree with that thing that I supposedly <laughs> said. <laughs> and I just remember like, um, I just remember like you're all were eating cake for some reason. And then like <laughs> Nilesh was like, I'm going to leave the house. And you're like, no, don't. And he walks out and he's like, so beautiful out here. Yeah, that was the end. I remember that. It was yeah. all three of us like going to this door and like going out into the world. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Wow. Good. I could ask you so many more questions, but uh, I want I want to thank you for coming. Yeah, sure. This has been very enlightening. I got to know some stuff about you personally yeah. and, and got to know about your improv. Like I could, the thing is like, uh, I like I like getting to know you as a person, but like now I want to like geek out about things I've saw you do improv <laughs> okay. wise. Sure. But just like I don't know, it's, it was cool picking your brain. Yeah, happy to do it. I I remember uh, yeah that story you mentioned earlier about uh, coming up to the at the jam and like having a hard time talking. I feel like on this podcast. Uh, like, I'm like a boss you have to beat, you know? Like, you have to talk <laughs> to me, and it has to work, and we have to have a good conversation. But, uh, yeah, you did it. You beat it. Oh, well. You passed this level. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. I got tokens. Oh, uh-huh. God. It's been a while since I played video games, but uh-huh. I got a star. I'm trying th- I'm trying to think of uh, Super Mario. Stars like, are a thing, yeah. Yeah, stars. In, in Super Mario 64, like, when you beat a, a level, you always got a gold star. So, Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are one of the video games I do remember from my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I I talked to the Ben Amiri, and yeah, I and I was and uh, w- you got through it. I got through it. Yeah, I did. yeah. <laughs> and you weren't trying. This is just you uh, as you are. Yeah, I was not as difficult as I could have been. So oh really? That is in my nature. <laughs> have you been more difficult? I am always difficult. It's just who I am. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ben, for coming on. My pleasure. Thanks yeah. for having uh, me. This will be on Wednesday. I haven't done this in a while. Is there anything you want to promote? Anything? Uh, yeah. Every, anyone who wants to improvise can always come to the Pittsburgh Improv Jam. It is uh, every Thursday. Sign-ups are at 9.30. It starts at 10. The Cabaret Theater downtown. Uh, also, Well-Known Strangers, we, have monthly sh- we host that. We have monthly shows at Arcade. Uh, Change Machine, we are a max team at Arcade. We perform at bonus stage pretty often. And we have our uh, headlining shows. We just did one last month, but we'll have, hopefully have one coming up in a few months. Yeah. Uh, and Irony City, we open for Dinner with the Nolans. Every month. Uh, every month. So, yeah, it's the first Saturday of every month, uh, 8 o'clock. All right, sweet. All righty. Come uh, to all of that. <laughs> Come to all of those shows. <laughs> I will be watching every one of you <laughs> and taking a tally. <laughs> I've seen him do it before. He's very (laughs) serious about it. Uh (laughs) Thank you, Ben. My pleasure. Thank you. Peace. You have been listening to Unplanned Comedy Pods, a podcast collection.